party people. Well, welcome once again to the Party of One podcast, the actual player RPG podcast where the gaming table is always set for two. I am your host as always, Jeff Stormer, and this week I am joined by my good friend Nevin Holmes for a game of Gun and Slinger. Gun and Slinger is a game currently on Kickstarter about a sentient gun, the person that bears it, and a world twisted by magic and full of strange science and stranger beings um, as this gun and slinger navigate to try and bring some justice and some light to the world. It is inspired by animes like Trigun and the Dark Tower and other kind of stories about like magical gunslingers. It is extremely dope and extremely cool. And I really, really want you to go to Kickstarter, go to the show notes, go to the Kickstarter and back it because this game freaking rules. I had such a fun time playing it. Like the character creation, which is a good chunk of the episode is so good. And the world building is so good. And then the actual gameplay is like really good at creating like high stakes, collaborative, like teamwork based action. I can't rave about this game enough, so I want you to go to Kickstarter and back it because it's already funded, which is amazing. And I want you to go and have the copy of the game for yourself because it owns. You can find more information about Gun and Slinger in the show notes. So before we dive in, though, I do want to take one quick moment. First, I want to thank Violet Fanning and Christine Previs for your support on Patreon. Thank you so much for helping to support the podcast that I produce, the games that I make, all that cool stuff. If you'd like to find more information, you can go to patreon.com slash jeffstormer. And with all that said, let's throw it over to me in the past so that he can get started with the show. Take it past me. Thanks, future me. This week, I am sitting down with Nevin Holmes. Nevin, thank you so much for coming on Party of One. Hey, thanks for thanks for having me. Uh, this is going to be exciting. I've been looking forward to this all day. I'm really hyped. Me too. Uh, so real quick, before we dive into our very, very fun game, why don't you take a moment and let the lovely listeners at home know about all the stuff you've got going on you might want them to know about. I do a lot of things to keep it simple. Uh, I do YouTube videos. I do articles and stuff like that about indie games. I have my own podcast where I interview game devs and we play their game. Um, And I develop games such as the one we're going to be playing today. Um, You can find links to all my stuff at bytes.rip slash links. That's B-Y-T-E-S dot R-I-P slash links. Um, That's got the Twitters, the websites, everything. Uh, And you can actually find the kickstarter link for this game that we're going to be that we're going to be playing today at bytes.rip slash gns kickstarter damn perfect wonderful uh uh, so so yeah uh speaking of games on kickstarter uh today this week we are playing gun and slinger which is a uh traditionally i think three player right unless i'm mistaken it originally yeah it was three player but then (laughs) you said the magic words of hmm gmless I did say that. I did say those words. And I had a brain blast and figured it out. It's a little janky, but it works. Hey, you know what? That's that's the that's the party of one spirit is a little janky, but it works. <laughs> <laughs> then then I should fit right in. All right. Perfect. So take a moment and let talk to us about uh, the premise of Gun and Slinger, because honestly, I am just absolutely hyped for it. And I'm, I'm really I, I I'm, I'm hoping that the audience feels the same way. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so Gun and Slinger is an RPG about a weapon and their wanderer. Uh, A maestro, or in our case, just two players, as the gun and slinger set out into a dead planet that's been mutated by a god's forgotten child. We hunt strange bounties, investigate the world, and unlock hidden powers. During play, we figure out the nature of what's hunting us, discover how the world died, and maybe figure out why the gun is sentient. Uh, 
you play using a hacked up version of Go Fish and Blackjack, and it's made to be from the ground up very customizable, not just in the world, but also in your characters and their stats. I love it. I, I love the premise. I love like that we were talking through like the touchstones of the game, like Nausicaa and Trigun are a lot of things that are close to my heart. Mm-hmm. So like I am I am beaming at the prospect of playing through this game. There's there is a reason that I saw the pitch and went pod went GM list podcast 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 for 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 Jeff Jeff podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Please do this for me and me alone. Thanks. Yes. Thank you. And you know what? And you did it. And I feel I'm I'm, I'm grateful. <laughs> I I've been doing a lot of um I have a, there's a friend of mine. I'm going to give him a quick shout out. Viditio Valetti. Um he does a lot of GMless design and has been a huge inspiration for for this sort of stuff. Oh, I love Viditio. He's extremely oh, good. He's the he's the best. Honestly, just a treasure. Um so let's get into it. Let's let's create our world and our characters uh, because we're going to start with about uh, a list of about 20 world building questions because you know me. I love a good world building question. Um, and then we're going to make our characters and then we're going to play through a little bit of a scenario. Excellent. Um, so, yeah, the first group of questions that comes up is actually for the table to devise and answer together. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm just going to dive right into this. Let's do it. Should I do like a fancy voice for these or? No, no. Just no, do, you do, sure? Just, okay, fine. You can't, look, uh, look uh, I'm going to put it in your hands. <laughs> if you want to do a fancy voice, I'm not going to stop you. We'll feel it out. We'll feel it we'll out. We'll feel it out. We'll, we'll play it by ear. <clears throat> the twist continues to be an ever... No, I don't like it. The twist continues to be an ever-present, slow, world-changing force. Aside from the night beasts, what new and hostile force has been introduced to the world, and how has it changed day-to-day life? So, uh, you mentioned in the world-building elements that there is a moon in the sky that has never moved, and some people are using it to harness electricity. So Correct. I want to I want to throw out uh, clockwork soldiers. Oh, it is immediately the thing that I I, I leap towards. I, I cannot resist a good clockwork soldier. I cannot resist a good a good a uh, good robot. I it, I I vibe with this. It's just a thing that a thing that immediately jumps out to me. So are these human made? Like the people harness this energy and use it to make these clockwork soldiers and guards and stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. And I think that it was specifically, um, specifically, they, they, uh, they were made to be a, like, a weapon first and foremost. Like, the technology, like, the electricity was harnessed, clockwork, like, electric clockwork sort of technology was built, and immediately... Uh, that tech was stolen because somebody said, oh, I could put a, I could, I could put a gun here and suddenly I have a, I have a soldier. How, I don't want to dig too much into this, but I do want to ask like now in, in the now times of our setting, how are they mainly used? Are there some that have been like repurposed to be like bartenders and stuff? Are they mostly used by bandits or are they maybe used like in cities still as like mm. protectors from the twist? I, I kind of, I, I, that's a really good question. I kind of, I kind of like a mix, to be honest. That gives us more to play with. I do too. I kind of like that there's just clockworks all over the place. Hell yeah. Because originally I was just picturing it as just kind of like, 
warlords like round like yeah like but i think it's i think it's just as an aesthetic if there are just clockworks around that is more exciting to me the general setting in gun and slinger 2 um leans towards or tries to lean towards like a more hopeful thing yeah so Um, i kind of like i kind of then yeah that 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 in mind especially i kind of like that this was something they they were made as a weapon but like the need for that weapon has passed a little bit so now they are uh mm-hmm. now there are patrol they are patrols and they are bar t- I, the idea of a bartender is very good is the thing extremely good especially if it like talks and clicks and words yeah like i'm getting a very star wars droid vibe but it's clanky all clanky and clicky it's very good good stuff very good okay moving on uh, in the last few years, magic has begun creeping back into the world. What form does it take? How common is it? And how is it used? What are your thoughts here? Um, there's been a pretty wide range of uses for this um, in like previous playtests. And I tend to really like magic being a more small scale utilitarian thing. I think so. As, I think so as well. I, I'm leaning towards... I'm leaning towards the 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 aesthetic that I'm leaning towards is um very and we don't have to flesh this out too much but very kind of um unnoticeable if you're not watching for it it's that kind of uh you know uh you say the right thing and suddenly a door opens and like you know it might have just been that you knew the password to get into a bill, a room, or maybe it's because you said a thing and suddenly that person just wanted to let you in. I like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like if, uh, <laughs> it's, it's like when people in Dragon Ball use their powers to turn on an oven or something. Yeah. Or to cook yeah. a steak. It's shade very, um, as now forgive me. For, uh, for I'm saying I'm asking you, Nevin, to forgive me. I'm asking the listeners to forgive me for in for in a tabletop role playing game invoking the the novel series The Lord of the Rings by J.R.R. Tolkien. But I I, I do picture it as <laughs> Gandalf esque of like a a ha ha and like a little smoke ring and then that smoke ring is exactly a dragon. yes 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 yeah. no I I feel this I will forgive you I don't know if the listeners will but I will that's I fine. hope that's I, enough that's, that's what matters to me in this moment. Perfect. Uh, Okay, so here's a big one. The largest city in the area was recently destroyed by the twist. What was the city's name? What purpose did it serve? And how has its destruction changed things? Uh, The city was... Uh, City of Glass? I like City of Glass. I like that a lot. Um, What was it for, though? Because this is like... A big major city. I like with a name like the City of Glass, I'm wondering if it is a remnant of the before times yep. that managed to like stay together. Um Ooh, I have a pitch. Mm-hmm. Um what if the purpose of the city was less active? Um, like what if this city was a symbol of hope? I dig that. I dig that. And it was almost a, which I, I love that as almost, um, almost with an element of tourism to it, right? Like it was almost a, it was a, it was like, bustling. Yeah, it was a bustling. It was a place where you went and you just like, it reminds me of like, um, 
as living in Philadelphia, like old city of like the where the Independence Hall is and all that kind of stuff where you just kind of go and you look at it and you go, wow, look at the history here. And then you leave like that's kind of the vibe. Exactly. I get. And now that now that it's been destroyed, people don't have that pilgrimage to make or yeah. the, the flavor of the pilgrimage is different. Yeah. Who? Who? I Love like that. that. Love that. Okay. Here's a here's a really fun one that I like a lot. Uh, what major landmarks remain, and why are they important? Each of us should create one. I know, I I know what mine is going to be because I'm extremely predictable, and I love this. Um, I'm going to say that there is a massive, massive uh, statue arm holding a sword that mm-hmm. is sticking up from the ground and holding the sword to the sky. Dig that! I dig that. I would like mine to be uh, the ever-burning remains of a magical reactor. That, like, just fire, <laughs> fire, magical, like, fi- magical, like, magical fire just burns into the sky at all. Like, a column of fire just oh, burning man. into the sky at I'm all getting, times. I like this a lot. That's very, very good. Um, why is your reactor important? Um, I think it is important because it was a, it was a, uh, oh, you know what it is Hmm. with the city of glass gone. It is a sim. It is, it is a symbol of, or it has been taken on the visual of a symbol of defiance because we built this reactor once. And so long as it burns, you there is something to view on the horizon that like you, that says that like, we can do that again. So it's like a symbol of defiance of the twist. Yeah. Like, fuck you, Twist. You took our pretty city from us, but you, you know what we did? Yeah, We're gonna you, do it again. You took, yeah, you took our pretty city. Now that's all, now all that's left is a magical column of fire. And, like, now the only people that are left are the people that are, are the people that look to a fire and say, yeah, fuck that. Yeah, fuck yes. Let's t- let's do this. Oh, I love this. So, like, this, this kind of makes me think that the people in this world are, like, starting to fight back against the Twist. Like, like maybe that. there's a couple groups... Like, there's the scholars that are mm-hmm. studying it, and then there's some people that are, like, working with them to fight based on what the scholars learn. Yeah. Uh, I think that the the sword arm statue, I think, um, I just want to call it Justice because tarot cards are cool. Love it. I mean, it's a great name. Um, I'm having trouble thinking of why it's important, though. Like, it, it feels to me like another symbol, obviously. Um... Like a symbol of the the things we used to be able to create. Another mm-hmm. motivator, but also it could be the iconography of the the people that are working with the scholars. Yeah. Good stuff. Love it. The gun is magical, sentient, and can speak. How common is this sort of thing? Can objects other than guns speak? And how do people react to speaking objects? I have a thought, but if you have one, I, I'd like to hear it, but I, I do have a thought. I want to hear your thought. It's that this is, I mean, the gun's got to be the only thing that speaks, right? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the gun's got to, and I, I don't even, like, it's got to be, and it is, and, and so, like, it is just absolutely baffling. I, I don't know that people are, I don't know that it's necessarily like a, a, a horrifying thing or a terrifying thing because there are robots. 
there's, there's weird it is, stuff. Yeah, it is. It is. It is a profoundly unique thing. I like that a lot. So the gun is the only thing that speaks out loud. Yeah. Um, the gun as a character is actually able to speak to inanimate objects, whether or not those objects can't speak. Got it. So that's that's cool as hell. I I'm always a big fan of this. There's been some really cool stuff done with it. Um. People occasionally find stone relics with simple shapes, orbs, spheres, and pyramids with glowing inlays. What's their nature? How do they feel? And what are some theories to their higher purpose? Uh, theories? I have a pitch. Go for it. Uh, they are keys. I, I dig that, yep. To what? No one knows. Exactly. Yep. I, I think, like, they are, them being keys is their true nature, and the theories about them is, like, they range from things like, oh, this is a back scratcher to um, I hear they ward off the twist. I I would like to throw out a different pitch for like the the the, the public view of them. Sure. Which is that everybody knows that they are keys because like once one time something I, it do, I don't know what it is, whether it's a vault or like a gate, a dimensional gate, like one time a key opened something. No one has any idea what it like 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 what it was what opened is widely debated what uh what the rest of them opened no one has any idea but it is it like like there is that 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 moment where something opened everyone knows about but all of the details around it are completely clouded very good um how do they feel like when you uh, hold one in your hand how does it feel uh you feel you feel you you feel energy kind of moving among the inlays in the same way that like if you hold you 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 feel like a weight like the energy has a weight that kind of like shifts in the way that if you hold an object that has like sand in it and it kind of moves from edge to edge and it kind of just becomes heavy in different spots yeah hell yeah very good uh i fuck with that heavily good um Okay, so here's here's where the questions sort of divide up. So this next group of questions is specifically for the slinger. Um, I don't know if you have a preference already for if you want to be the gun or if you want to be the slinger. Um, so we can answer these together and then decide after we do the character sheet. How's that do, sound? That sounds good. Do, uh, do you have a preference for which you'd like to play? I don't, actually. All right, then. Let's answer some questions together and then we'll figure it out. Excellent. Uh, something woke in the last few months, and it's hunting you. What is it, and do you know what it is, and that it's after you? So this is where we sort of start to define, like, the thing that hunts. Mm -hmm. That big, pressuring antagonist. I would like to say, I'm gonna lean hard into my bullshit. Yes, Maybe good. harder into my bullshit than I've ever leaned, and say that it is, uh... If we are the gun and the slinger, this is the gun and slinger in that it is one presence, like one entity that has that has formed together. And like they are not two people acting in unison. It is one single entity that is both gun that is both that is like basically like forever. Like the gun is merged into its arm or its hand. It is it is us. If we had given into the twist. Yes. 
Oh, that's some good bullshit, Jeff. I said I was going to lean into it, and I leaned into it. Excellent. So, do we know? I want to say, like, we have hints. Like, yeah, we've, we've got, got an we idea. We have an idea. We know that something is after us. Yeah. Okay. This is a new question. Um, you've been marked by the twist in some way. How does it change you? So, the slinger has been marked by the twist. And this is what allows them to pull on the twist to do certain kinds of magic and to use their abilities. Um, it's also something that they need to be careful to not give into, or they become the gun and slinger, apparently. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, um, hmm. Do you have thoughts? I mean, we could just have cat ears. Cat ears is good. Cat ears is good. Or like long, or like, <laughs> or, or dragon ears, like the long, like towards the top of our head, but like the long flowing back lizardy dragon ears. I kind of, I threw out cat ears as a joke, but I kind of like this a lot now. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a good visual. It's a good visual. I'm, I fuck with this. Uh, so we, I, I feel like we get something from having those dragon ears like we have a really good sense of hearing or something uh i was gonna i'm gonna say um yeah it's we have a great sense of we have eyes in the back of our heads like like you just in the way that like in the way that like i'm leaning on the cat ear analogy in the way that like a cat's ear will twitch and it'll like just know that something's behind it like it's just Ooh. that feeling of like you can't sneak up on us so good so good okay um, how long have you had your knife, and where did you find it? How long does it take to return to you? What's its name, and how does it look? So the Slinger just has a magical knife. Um, they can throw it, and eventually it will come back. I think we've had this knife as long as we can remember. It was like, uh... What if it was a gift? Oh, it was a good gift. Yep, that's a good gift. It's a good one. It was definitely a gift. Um, but we don't remember from who, because it was so long ago. We just know that, like, this is important. Yeah. We remember the moment of being handed the knife and being told, like, this is a, this is a, uh, like, treasure this, but, like. Oh, shit. Jeff, I just had a brain blast. All right. Hit it, hit um, me. I'm, I'm skipping to the next question in a few ways, but we're going to stay here. Um, being marked by the twist took the memory of that person from us. Oh, that's us. good. Yep, yep. There so it this is. this next question: What are you searching for? The rest of our memories. Yep, uh, yep. We're searching for we're searching for who we're searching for who we were. Oh, that's so good. Um, okay. Back up. Uh, how long does it take to return to us? What's its name? How's it look? Uh, do you have a pitch? No. Go ahead. I like the idea of, like, we have to take the time to sit and meditate for it to come back to us. Mm. And then it just, like, appears in our hand. Yep. I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, name. Naming a knife is always so cool. In, like, fantasy stuff. Um, flintlock. Nine uh, millimeter. Um, shrapnel. Splinter. I'm just throwing out names for knives. Oh, the splinter shard. Ooh, splinter shard's good. That's the one. I think it looks like a piece of broken glass. Yep. It's like barely a knife. Like it's a knife in function more than in design. It's like um 
Yeah, 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 definitely. I, ooh, ooh, being called the Splinter Shard and looking like a piece of glass leans into the city of glass in a cool way. It does. There's, there's a nice resonance there. All right, so for the gun. You have not always been in this body of cold steel and gunpowder. Who or what were you before, and how much do you remember? I've seen a lot of really cool pitches for this one as well. I'll throw some out to see if they like help inspire you a little. Yeah, I have one that I'm leaning towards, but throw me some, throw me some, throw me some, some pitches. Throw me some hooks. In the first playtest, it was straight up a demon trapped in the gun because they lost a bet. Mm. Um, in another playtest, it was the collective ghosts of um, the people buried at a nunnery. Mm. Um, so it was like a whole bunch of people. Um, it's been one of the ancient artifacts. Um, it's I, been an I angel. Think- I, I, I want to lean. T- I think I got one. All right. What you got? Uh, this is uh, it, it, it has been every magic weapon. All of them. Like there is one magic weapon through from the beginning of time. Oh, so like in legend. Yeah. Like it is ever and like that weapon is destroyed, but it always comes back and it always lands into the hand of the person that is meant to use it. Oh, like Ooh, that's is, tasty. You know, it is it is Excalibur with the with the serial numbers filed off. It is uh it is all of those like those weapons that are just like and it, it's just it's 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 it it remembers all of its life. It's it remembers its life, it remembers being destroyed, and it remembers waking up. So the gun remembers everything. Yeah. Oh, that's really good. I love the phrase Excalibur with the serial number filed off, by the way. That's it's just, good. You see, it's it's in the anime. You see the, the shot of obviously King Arthur pulling a sword from his swim, but they never name it. And it's just, you, you just go, oh, oh, I know. Oh, I know what this is. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I get, I'm picking up what you're putting down. And it's, but it's also like, um, like Paul Bunyan's like axe that he chops down trees. It's like... It's not just, like, legendary, like, hero weapons. It's just, like, tall tale things. And, you know, like, there's just this montage of, like, all these different things that it's been for all of these different, like, people. That's so good. That's really, really good. It takes the form that it needs to take for the person that needs to wield it. That's especially cool um, because there's an optional rule in the game to let the gun shapeshift. That's very good. Um, okay, so how do you feel about your new body? Do you relish it or despise it? I feel like given, like, what we've just set up, I think that it's accepting. Yeah, it accepts it. It is unhappy that it is a, it is a weapon of death, but it has accepted its role. Okay. Other than being the weapon your slinger needs, how else can you support them? It's a cranky mentor. Cranky men- yes! Very good, very good. Uh, other than firing, how else can you affect your surroundings? Hmm. So, in the gun character sheet, um, the gun is able to dip in and out of and manipulate things from slash within the ethereal plane that like lays over top of the world. It's not perfectly accurate, but they can get around a little bit by like dipping in and dipping out, um, and they can also sort of touch things and move things around in there. Um, 
But is there any sort of like specific thing that we think we can do? Uh, I think we can. Uh, I want to. Th- I mean, if we're just throwing, if we're just, if we're, if we're leaning hard into it, throw some bullshit out here, Jeff. I'm, I'm gonna. It's you know what? Just I'm gonna and say that it can talk. To, it can like conjure and talk to ghosts. Yes, like it, like it's got you know millennia of history, and so it can. It can, it, 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 like, there are the, the ghosts of millennia past surround us at all times, and it can, when this needed, is like, you know. So, ghosts are a thing in this setting, too. So, like, this, this leans in perfectly. Good. You have, the gun has the ability to be like, I would really like to talk to the ghost of this building right now. Yeah. Um, oh, that's so good. And what do you want? Uh, it wants to be, di- I, I think I would like to be the gun. I think now that we've answered the questions, I'm feeling it and I'm ready. Okay. So if what does cool the gun, with you. that's totally cool. Yeah. What does the gun want though? To be destroyed. Oh, and the reason is, is because like throughout history, the moment the gun is destroyed is the moment that like, it is the moment that like its purpose was fulfilled. Like it, it, it throughout history, every time it is destroyed, like every time, like the final, you know, it's always the final battle. Arthur right? slays like, the dragon. Yeah. Paul Bunyan cuts down the big tree. Yeah. Right. And like every single time in doing that, like the gun or the axe or the sword, like crumbles into dust. And like, it is Ooh. it like, so it is like, I, I need to, I need, I need to get, to, I need to carry my slinger to the moment where that, where like my purpose will be fulfilled and I will return to the ether until I am needed again. That's so good. Hey, you're good at this. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, okay, so these are questions for the gun and the slinger together. During the slinger's travels, the gun was found. Where and how long ago? I want to say we've been traveling for like a year. Yeah, that feels right. And can we say... We found you in the ruins of the City of Glass. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I will reluctantly say we can say that. Yes. Reluctantly? Really? Reluctantly. Ah, <laughs> uh, twist. I'm twisting your arm on this one. You're twisting my arm on that on this one, but I'm going to let it. I'm going to. There's nothing in the rule book says we can't say it. Okay. So <laughs> something is keeping the two of you together. What is it? I think that this is fate. Like, I think yeah. that oh, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Like, there's, with everything that we've set up, that's got to be what the answer here is. What is something the two of you disagree on? I want to say, uh, I want to say it's, it's, um, whether to act fast or investigate. It's action versus action versus action versus versus investigation is the best way to put it. Which one of us holds which stance? I feel I I do have a pitch. This genuinely it. could go either way. It could. It um, could. I kind of like the idea of the slinger being like, "No, let's just get in there and do it." That's exactly what I was thinking. Perfect. Good. Good. Yeah. It has to be like I got to be a young hothead if you're and a cranky I, mentor. That's exactly right. And I and the fact that I'm two, I'm fourteen thousand years old. I gotta be. I gotta be like, no, and like the whole thing of like, I gotta talk to the ghost to like, we like, you know, 
we got to get all of our things together before we go running in there. And then I'm like, yeah. fine, whatever. Call your spooky friends. Yeah. Excellent. Um, the two of you can share thoughts. How does it feel? Oh, I got a good one. I got a good one. Okay, <laughs> c- give it to me. Uh, it feels like it feels like we meld into one entity, which is to say nightmarish. Oh, so it sucks when we think things together. It sucks when we think things together because it starts to it. We start to lose which one of us is which. We start to feel like the gun and slinger. So I feel like reflecting from that, we probably do most of our communication out loud. Yeah. Like we probably only whisper thought to each other when it's absolutely necessary. Yeah. Like, I can't find you. Or we're trying to come up with or something we to, where we're or under we have pressure. To act in, we have to act in such perfect unison that, like, that like it's our only option. Do we mind weld when we shoot? Uh, I think when we, I think most of the time, no. But on, but when we like, when we're certain that like it's the only way that we're going to like hit our target. I like that a lot. It's always the ace in our pocket, but like we don't want to use it. Yeah, because it sucks. Okay, Uh, you are each other's line to the other, to a world outside of your own. What is it like to be connected to something so alien? For the gun, the slinger is a lifeline in the physical world. And for the slinger, the gun is a magnifying glass to the ethereal. I feel like for the gun, this is something that they are used to. Oh, yeah. And for the slinger, it is... What? It's It's like when the curtain gets peeled back. Yeah. So I guess revealing would be the word for that. Yeah. Cool. Um, so that's set up. That's like how you get set up for the game. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Um, so let's talk about the player characters real quick. And let's then we will and then we'll figure out what we want today's adventure to be. Um, so the gun. All right. So I am playing the gun. I am being trapped in a body that is not my own. The form of cold, furious steel is one of violence and judgment. It is not my home. I may not like it, but it is where I am. I have tied myself to a slinger, a wanderer in search of something. Perhaps they will help me find my own desires. It is a strange experience being a gun. It is almost isolating being unable to affect the world in ways you normally would when you had a body, however long ago that was. You can move things and speak, but it's so strange. Uh, I am an extension of the Slinger's arm. I am the executor of our joined wills. And I am tied to the world's remaining magic in a way that I manipulate it to my own ends. Uh, I am in a body deigned to be a bringer of death and pain. Will I merge wholly or become something new? Uh, I can interact with the world through the ethereal plane of magic. I see feel, uh, I see and feel the magic that connects everything. Uh, I can interact with mundane and supernatural by channeling my focus through this sense. I can talk to inanimate objects, move things, and get a general sense of people's emotions. I can move around by dipping into this plane and pulling myself on strings of magic, but it doesn't always line up perfectly with the physical plane when I dip in and out. So, uh, my name is... Hmm. Naming a gun, huh? Gotta name a gun. I'm gonna cheat and pull up a name generator. (laughs) That's fine. Uh, I I don't think there's a good I don't think there's a good reincarnated Excalibur gun. Um, <laughs> Excaligun. Excaligun. Uh, my name is my name is the is the uh, the faded for now. My name is the faded for now. Ooh, that's good. I, I just tend to go by faded. 
Uh, pronouns they there, the form of specifically like a gold-plated desert eagle. Big giant square blocky pistol-looking gun. Just a big intimidating fuck-off gun. Right, exactly. Um, so I am going to add two, one, and zero to my stats. Uh, are my stats embodiment of magic start for a gun and a little bit mean? Yes, those are your stats. All right, great. Uh, I am adding, uh, one, two, I'm adding two to embodiment of magic, one, two, just a little bit mean, and zero to sharp for a gun. Excellent. So I have my connection. I don't think I'm filling anything out in that in it right now. I cannot be fine. We're going to be tracking connection braids and stuff like that within playing cards IO. Got it. Um, I cannot be fired unless uh, the slinger and I agree. Uh, I am an agent. Uh, I am going to choose one ability. I can be either an agent of chaos uh, or an agent of fury. Um, I, I'm thinking I am an agent of fury. Good. That good feels pick. right. Good pick. Um, it's a good ability. Uh, yes, yeah, so I'm going to pick a card from the deck at random. The, uh, the value is a pool of points that I will divide between a number of objects and distance in feet. If I draw a face card, put it at the bottom and redraw. Uh, the objects I choose soon, they can do supernaturally heat. The objects are flammable. They will ignite. Mm-hmm. And you just spend a point of connection in order to do that. And then I have a rune on my barrel that shapes my connection. It is a... It is a rune of guidance and guile. No, protection of peace. It is a rune of protection of peace. Excellent. So that essentially means that your connection and the magic that you do um, is of that nature. Yeah, yeah. That's really that and your strength are really like the only limits put onto that. Good. Very good. Excellent. Any questions about the gun? No, I think I got it. I think I'm good. Cool. All right. So I am playing the slinger. I'm a wanderer without a home, looking for something in this twisted world. At some point, I was marked by the twist, granting me supernatural abilities and senses for strange things. I must be careful with these abilities, though, lest I succumb to the thrall of the twist entirely. Being marked, I'm hunted by something, a strange, horrifying creature of the twist's design. I may not know it when the game begins, but the thing that hunts is after me and me alone. I am a person being torn between the strange and the mundane. Will I give in to the unknowable powers before I'm able to find answers? So, my name is Uriel Lockfoot. Uh, my God pronouns. Damn, good name. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> my pronouns are she, her, and I look like a punk. Yeah. Um, my stats are I've been around, good in a fight, and light on my toes. Um, let's see. I'm going to make good in a fight a two. Light on my toes, a one, and I've been around a zero, because we've established that I'm pretty new to this travel. Mm-hmm. I've got my scrapes and my twist. Um, I use twist to save myself from scrapes or major injuries, but once the track fills up, I am claimed by the twist. Mm. I remove twist by resting, performing selfless acts, or spending braids, which are experience. Um, if I've been claimed, then the fight is even harder. I have two abilities I can choose from, a lucky one or now you don't. And I think I think I want to do now you don't because turning invisible sounds cool. That does sound cool. I pick a card from the deck at random, and the value of the card is the amount of minutes I can turn invisible for, though I do still make noise. I have a sense that others don't. What is it? Um 
I'm going to do a sensor magic. That feels right. That feels good. And I have an ancient word etched into my mind. It's a word that reflects, predicts, and aids me. I can use a point of twist to make use of my word. The form that it's used changes and is determined when we use it. I am going to do a word of... Mm, I'm feeling courage. God, that, that one caught my eye and it felt right for everything that we built up. Excellent. So I'm a courageous dipshit punk. Yep. I'm here for it. I'm, I'm um, feeling it. So that's that's it. All that's right. Set up, our, we are officially ready our, to play. We are. So I would like to I've got an idea. I've got a pretty specific thing that I want our our short scenario to be. OK, I'm thinking I'm thinking what I want it to be. And we can talk through what it is as we get into like the actual heat of play. I want to focus on here's where here's where I want to put us in our in our episode of the saga of Uriel and Faded. Okay. Uh, I want to put us in the climax of a mid-season uh, early act two over the course of the season, early act two. Uh, not quite filler episode, but like still case of the week episode where, okay. where like we are in like the, the, the climax that has come a few minutes too early of the episode, because that's going to leave the window open for the thing that hunts to like appear. So, all right. Does, does all of that, I feel like that's, I that think it, so. Like, yeah. Like if, if this is a baddie of the week style show. Yeah. Right. And we're like partway through the season. The baddies have been ramping up. We've been getting connections to like the greater story. And we've we like because we had said like we have hints of we have hints of the thing that haunts. Right. Yeah. We've got an idea. So I think at this point, like the viewer has seen it and like probably maybe in the episode beforehand, like there's been like an end of the episode thing where they've introduced that this is like a gun and slinger that have been merged. But we don't know that yet. So we've, ooh, so we, the viewers of this show, have seen um, shots of this figure following yeah. us. But yeah. we ha we've, like, never really noticed it. Yeah. Um, and then, like, at the end of the last episode, just straight up, it, like, we rode off into the sunset on our motorcycle or whatever, and it... Oh, it's definitely a motorcycle. That's... And, yeah. And putting that it, out there. It stepped into frame, yeah. and we saw this inky, oozy, twisted being with, like, uh, I am imagining a long-barreled revolver Yep, that's, like, melded into the hand. Yeah, oh good. I'm glad that we're seeing, I'm, I'm shocked that we're seeing, like, precisely the same thing right down <laughs> to the inky, gooey texture. I'm, I'm very happy. Good. Okay. Yeah, so... Yeah, I, I fuck with this. Good. And so where where I think we are, the scenario that we're in, and, and we'll bounce around some ideas because I still think there's some world building stuff to do, is that like we are confronting a baddie of the week. We're like confronting whatever like threat that we've like stumbled into, right? Like we've ridden into the town, we've uncovered a mystery, and we're like face to face with the with the boss of this week, with the baddie of the week. We're, we're heading into the final fight, but, like, the viewer has seen the gun and slinger, like, lurking on the edges, so they're like, oh, no. Oh, oh no. no. The, oh, no, the gun and slinger's gonna get, like, like, turns out the baddie of the week was not the actual baddie of the week. The, oh, no, our heroes are gonna get got. 
Yeah. Oh, no, they're going to get got. Okay. Yes, this is good. This is good. It's a really specific episode in like a maybe a 13 episode season where I think this is probably episode like five, maybe four or five. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Yes, yes, yes. Um, What is our baddie? What is uh, what is our baddie of the week? Do we want it to be a monster, or do we want it to be? Um, oh no! Uh, here's a pitch. Here's yep. a pitch. Um, we've been investigating some some weirdness with ghosts. Yeah. Like somebody somebody's been messing with the ghosts, um, and maybe even we got this case from a ghost. And oh, yeah. we're gonna go and we're gonna find out that it's. I don't want to make it like a scholar, um, but that's kind of what feels right if it's somebody that's messing with ghosts, like a yeah. scholar that has made a deal with the twist. Yeah, maybe to like they don't even know to what extent, but the twist is trying to set up this encounter and lead us into there as a trap for the gun and slinger. Yeah. Um. So this is a scholar that has been marked by the twist and has made a deal. So it's a mix between monstrous and human at this point. Like yeah. the things that it's been doing have been mutating it and, and twisting it. Uh, they are, um, they are, I'm going to say pro, I'm going to say pronouns for our baddie or he, his. Okay. And I'm going to say like, he is, uh, he is half ghost at this point. Ooh, like chunks, Ooh. like a, a, a periodically, kind of like pieces of him are falling into translucent. I'm, and like, I'm imagining, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm imagining a Shadow of Mordor style. Yeah, to channel I, Lord of the Rings again. I was actually thinking um, of much. I was thinking uh, specifically uh, from the Venture Brothers Phantom Limb. Where it's the the illum- like you just see like the the big like neon veins in the arms and periodically like it just kind of runs across the body. Oh, this dude! Yeah, okay, that's better. That's what I'm picturing. That's really cool. Like a really mean Rayman. Yeah, and like there's that that energy is like kind of flowing, and it's like parts are like turning translucent and kind of neon veiny, and are like you know. And the scholar, I'm picturing a lot of electricity, a lot of like uh, Tesla coils. They have they. Here's a pitch. So it's set in like a ruined, uh, a ruined cobblestone uh, castle. Yeah, or like a like a smaller one. Um, And they are set up in the middle of the main interior. The Grand Hall or whatever the hell it's called. Yeah. Um, there's enough breakage in the ceiling that the pale moon shines in. Oh, I love that. And is, and is like, captured by something and redirected to these Tesla coils and stuff. Yeah. Because I think they're, like, I think they're, like, ma- it's, like, it's it's a ghost magnet is the best way to describe it. Like, ghosts yes. are being pulled to this location because uh, they're like if we and just juiced yeah like obviously the best way to you know the best way to fight the twist or oppose it or learn from it or like truly understand it is to just amass all of the 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 energy that we can and and all of this ghost energy is around yes 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 good okay i'm here for this so where are we in this episode are we right outside the final door or do we still need to get in there I think we're getting in there. And I think 
I think that's I think we're getting in there. But the, the gun and slinger is like lurking. We've just seen a shot. You know, it's like we open. All right, let's get it. Let's actually get into this because okay. I think we're ready. Okay, so... 40, let, we're 50 minutes in. Let's actually get in. <laughs> Let's play this damn game. All right, I'm going to draw my five cards. I'm also going to draw five cards. I think we open. Uh, I think we open on... Um, yeah, like this room... The ruins of this small village. There's like a, a hall that has been like converted into a lab. Oh, so good. We, we, the first thing that we see is like a pan over as we are like parking the bike. We see a pan over and on a rooftop is the gun and slinger. Like we see that we see like the gray, the, the gray murky shadow just like move. But we don't like make out what it is, but we definitely noticed it. Yeah. Or like uh, we, the viewer did. I, I don't think that I don't think Uriel and Faded did. Okay. I'm, I'm okay with that. Well, um, real quick. In your five, were, did you get any pairs from that first draw? I did. Okay. Place them face down in the in the field. All right. Um, that's called your cash, and cards there cannot be pulled from. So, like, if got I it. say you got any whatevers and that pair is that, it doesn't count. Got it. Okay. So, uh, Uriel gets off the bike, and she puts down the kickstand and puts a cover over it. Um, because she, she doesn't have a lot in this world, but she cares about this bike. Um, and did you say that we are, we're still on the outside of the building, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're like lurking through the streets trying to get our way in. Okay. Um, I want it to be about to rain. I think that's a really cool yeah, visual. Clouds going are, this. clouds it's are, like, clouds are coming in. They're all kind of that, you know, that, you know, that green sort of like pre tornado, pre like tornado or hurricane green. Yeah. It's that. Yeah. It's not Real. necessarily going to do that, but that color green clouds are like pouring in. I think as we, I think as we walk up, Uriel like uh, pulls you out of the holster that's on her back. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like, well, faded. It looks like rain. No, it looks like something far, far worse. I hate it when you're ominous like that. I really do. Uh, well, uh, I, I can't say that. I can't say that I don't enjoy enjoy a flair for the theatrical. Yeah. Okay. Let's uh, let's see what this bastard's up to. Hold, hold, and, hold on. Uh, yeah. What? I, 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 I think. You're going to you're going to needle me for saying this, but I think you're I think that we need to take a moment before we do. Okay. I think that we need to. There are ghosts here. Yes, we've we agree. We agree. We agree on this premise. Yes, definitely. That's been the something's pulling them here. <sighs> okay. Well, then then perhaps perhaps rather than rather than punch our way in and hope it's the right door we can find the ideal way and perhaps have somebody hold the door open for us Mm, you know normally i would argue against this uh, because it seems like it's gonna it it, it really seems like that's gonna take a lot of time but if if this person has been doing what we think then we're gonna need as much help and as much reserve strength as we can get so yes let's Let's call your spooky friends. And I, 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 I think I've tuned you out, and I'm already doing you, it. Yeah, you've like been doing it as I. That was mostly like for Uriel. And I, I think I'm like, there's already a ghost in front of us. 
Can Yuriel see? Yuriel can see them. Yeah, oh, I yeah. think that, like, even if, like, regular people cannot, I think our connection, like, allows me to. Yeah. And then I, like, I take my... I've been, like, pinching the bridge of my nose, and you say that, and I, like, open my eyes and go, Oh! Hi. I... Should I, should I make a check to, 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 to conjure this ghost to make sure that they're not a ghost that has been juiced up by our our fallen scholar yes okay that feels that feels right so here's how this works in shameless i'm gonna flip over three cards we've got a seven a six and a two i was hoping for a face but this is fine um i'm gonna i this to me feels like a six difficulty thing yeah that doesn't it doesn't feel especially difficult yeah so now the way this works is if you have a pair you can pay with that pair you've got your face cards in your hand that you can do things with um and i'm guessing that your stat that you're going to use for this is embodiment of magic yeah cool so how would you like to proceed um so can i spend the pair that's in front of me yes pairs that are in your cash are what you pay with okay great then i am going to pay with the cards that are right in front of me because I've got two from Embodiment of Magic, and I have a pair of fives. Excellent. So that, so that puts it a at seven. a seven, which gives, yep. which allows me to basically... I think what happens is uh, we hear your monologue, and as we're hearing your monologue, the camera zooms in on Faded. And, like, it's just, like, you know, horror show ghosts, you know, real 13 ghost-style monsters. And, like, zooming in, and one of them is, like, the ghost of one of these Tesla coils. Oh, yeah. And it is the okay, ghost cool. of, and it is, uh, the visual aesthetic of this ghost is a scientist, you know, tattered lab coat, um, broken glasses, big blob of tape on one, cracked, one, left lens is cracked, and uh, it is like a young woman in a lab coat, cracked, one cracked for it, one cracked lens, tape on the middle of the glasses, torn lab coat, and it's just like sitting um, like biting her nails and I zoom in and I'm like, excuse, like talk to me. And she's now standing in front of you. Oh, she's standing in front of both of us, like kind of holding her, her lab coat, like a, uh, holding her lab coat a little bit, like a, like a, like a cloak in the wind. <laughs> I love this visual. Um, so she, she's like holding it around her, like for yeah. protection, basically. Yeah. Like she's trying to feel more comfortable. Um, and I think she says, who, who, who are you? What, where am I? What's going on? We're here to help. To help? We're here. We're here to help. To help. To help. You've, you've seen, you've, you've seen, I trust that you've seen what has happened to the spirits inside that lab. (sighs) Seen it, felt it, heard it. Yes. Talk to me. Tell me. Tell me There's, what this tell me what this lab was before. It it was a a place of of research trying to learn about the moon. It's become something else. Someone has has come here and is doing horrible things. I trust. I believe in you. I I trust that you want to go back to that place of research. You want to, you want to undo the harm that is done here and hopefully undo the harm that is done to your fellow spirits. I, I don't know if it can be undone, but I would like it to stop. If, if that, that is, 
and I promise, and I loathe as I am to make promises. And I think I, I think, I think I don't have eyes, but I think Yuri, I think Uriel can feel the, the eye roll in her direction when I say that. Cause there's yeah. a sense of like, well, I got to rely on this one. Exactly. Loathe as I am to make promises. I believe that we can help stop this. And Uriel will say, yeah, we'll do our best. Cause <sighs> I, I, I imagine Uriel has been like hearing the conversation through yeah. our like connection. And I think the scientist like stops and's like, I, that's all any of us can do. But if there's anything I can do to help. And Uriel will say, uh, yeah. Do you know a quick, easy way into the whoever's causing all this? And she stops and she's like, well, yeah, yeah, I do. I do. I do know a way in. Okay. Well then. And help. suddenly that's the help. Suddenly her, um, her lab coat is fleshed out and it is, there's no longer holes in it. Her glasses are like brand new, but they also have the, um, kind of like the jewel inspector, little like secondary lenses on it that like flips down to like yeah. zoom in. Yeah. She's got just like more like stuff on her and she just looks more like a like competent, like super scientist. I, I like this a lot. One of this her lap, one of her shoulders has a Mad Max shoulder pad on it just because it's a post post apocalypse. Exactly. You got to have some kind of weird kit bash to your aesthetic. And so like, she's like, yes, I can help you. And, and, I can tell you, do you know what the best way in is? The front door? It's the front door. And she like, and she like <laughs> adjusts her cuffs and suddenly like all around us. Like we see a, the viewer sees a montage of like whirs and lights and like dials start spinning as she's like kind of adjusting. And she's like, do go do your best and she like gives you a really meaningful look and then she's gone in a puff of smoke and tesla coils are buzzing those um i don't know what they're called but the glass orbs that you put your hand on like those plasma orbs the plasma orbs are are sparking and suddenly like all of the lights turn on all of the doors open and it's just like the middle of the afternoon inside okay and all of the doors have been blown open and suddenly i I imagine there's like a lot of wind. Yeah. Because that's just cool. And the storm clouds are like beginning to gather and like form a cone. And I think uh, Faded like is quiet for a moment and goes, see, there's always there's always time saved by talking to people. I guess whatever. And Uriel's going to pull her glasses up, or her goggles up from her neck and put them in place and yep. then hold you at a ready position. Let's go. Let's do this. Um, and then just like runs in. Yep. Um, and I think inside there are some juiced up ghosts, sort of monster looking. Yeah, some some big boys, big boys, just big uh, kind of green, tra- very green, translucent. Um, oh, what's the bad guy from Batman Beyond? Oh, gee, I know exactly who you're talking about. You know I'm who I'm talking this. about? Uh, I'm- Blight. Blight is his name, right? What a Blight. I, lo- I literally just looked up Batman Beyond Green Guy. Yeah, and I've got Blight. I've got the pictures, but I don't have his name. But his name is I've looked it up. His name is Blight Blight from Batman Beyond, where it's the skeleton, the green light, fire. He's so cool. So that's that's what's waiting in there with us, and they're yeah. wearing like tattered lab coats. Oh yeah, one one of them is wearing like tattered lab coats and is like hulked out. 
Um, and the other one, I think, is wearing some armor. Like, it's a mix of Kevlar and ceramics and, like, medieval shit. Oh, one um, of them is one of the, and then there's a third one that is a clockwork that like the green sort of ghost fire is burning out from there from like the joints ooh. in between. Yeah, like, and it's, it's like bursting out just like yeah. a, like a jet kind of. Yeah. Okay. So we've got, we've got three baddies here. Um, I think I want to shoot one. I think we got it. Okay. So the way shooting works, um, and other, cooperative actions is something called a blind pay which okay. is for the listeners essentially co-op blackjack so what we're gonna do like with regular checks we draw three and we're gonna flip them um and we've got some face we've got some face cards here. we've got some face cards here which means i get to tell you about maestro moves yes um in gmless when a face card is drawn when deciding difficulty the face card is activated so you and I are going to pick one um, and use it as if a maestro had played it. This is not good for us. No, um, especially not because we've drawn two. So we can choose to do both or we can just do one. That right. hasn't been rulified yet. So we'll see how we feel. So yeah. queens mean that the gun and slinger lose something of value. And jacks mean that someone in the scene gets a major injury. Um, and then the suit of the card decides how that happens. Okay. So. I would um, love to throw out the jack. So talk to me about what, what a club, what the club, because uh, we have the jack of clubs. I, I, I know who I want to injure. So talk to me about what the clubs represents. Club means you decide. Okay. Um, I want to say that like this happens and like. The ghost energy, like, surges, like, you know, the energy to give these these ghosts corporeal form surges and um, lab equipment starts exploding. And so we get a brief shot of our of our scientist, like, flying off into the ether, like, do your best. No, <laughs> friend. Damn. All right. Um, so her name is her name was Tess LaCoy. <laughs> That's what she's listed in in the credits. <laughs> Jeff, I've given you too much room to lean into your bullshit, and it's really good. I know. Um, okay, so that happens. Um, and then I think we're just going to use that face card as our okay. difficulty as well, since it didn't affect us. So okay. our difficulty to hit one of these guys is going to be 10. Yeah. Um, and then we flip a card to be our modifier. Another 10. Okay. okay. So we need to get within 10 points of 21. We need to get an 11 or higher. Okay. Um, and a 10 is being added to our total. Before we shoot, we both draw a card. All right. And, and make any new pairs. Okay. And then we play a face down card. Okay. And then when you're, when you're ready, we flip. All right. Bam. Okay. Oh no, I don't think we did. Wait. No, we yeah, got we did. We set did. six plus ten. We got sixteen. We didn't go over twenty-one. We got it. All right. Good. So, bam, uh, we shoot one of them. Um, oh, this is important. It costs a point of connection or a point of twist in order to fire. Um, I will go ahead and take the twist on for this. Okay. So, boom, we fire. We we run in. Our friend Tess uh, gets 
just sucked in and blasted by this ghost energy. Um, and I think I'm going to go for... I'm going for the, the Tin Man. I'm going for the Clockwork mm-hmm. Soldier. I'm just going to try and like take out one of those legs. Um, I think that since these are sort of like twist-touched, I don't think the one-shot takes this guy out. I, I feel like the one shots probably take out these uh these sort of twist minions, but like there's because there's also the scientist in the back. Like we do, is- you're right. We do have the big boy to deal with. So yeah, I I just we just blast this clockwork guy. I think you right shoot out his. Chest. I think you shoot out his leg, and like the ghost mm. energy dissipates, and like for a moment, like he throws like a salute because like you know like we've blow we've taken we've blown out the ghost essentially. Excellent. Um, so since we have defeated an enemy with gunfire, you get to draw a card. All right. Excellent. Um, okay, so the other two, um, I think that they're going to come at us. I think I think the big guy runs at us and is going to try and, like, pick us up and throw us. Yeah. Um, so we need to... It's going to be a check to get out of the way of that. So we're going to flip three cards and see how difficult that is. Um... We got a 10, nine, 10, 7, and 9. Okay. And since I'm going to be the one that has to physically move us out of the way, mm-hmm. you get to decide which of these is the difficulty. I'm going to put it at a 9. Excellent. Okay. Um, I do not have any pairs. Um, so I have two options here. Uh, this, Since I don't have any pairs, the check defaults to what's called a bargain. And I have two options. I can just get rid of a face card to succeed or... Uh, we can do a blind pay. Um, I am actually going to spend my jack to draw three cards. Mm. And excellent. I do get a pair from that. And my light on my toes was a one. So this isn't quite enough to succeed. Um, can you aid me? <laughs> <laughs> yes, how do I how do I how do I aid you? You pay with a single and that single's value is added to my total. So right now I'm at an 8. I sure can. I sure can cuz I've got this too. Excellent. So, we're able to get out of the way. Um so I think what happens is um not mechanically speaking because I don't think I'm invoke I don't want to invoke the move mechanically, but I do think I do think there's a moment where like the the giant the Hulk ghost lifts you up, but then uh then his uh his lab coat starts to burn with my with my my sigil of my sigil of fury or my agent of fury like being an agent of fury i think like his starts to burn a little bit and then like it burns just enough and it catches him just enough off guard that you're able to like slip through and like drop yeah. an elbow on his head and land on the ground yeah he hesitates excellent yeah. um okay so now we're going to try and shoot again all right so let's see what our difficulty is Another jack. So somebody. Okay, a jack of spades. Uh, The antagonist is going to give someone a major injury. Um, The only someone in here that can take one is me. Yep. So I'm going to go ahead and take this one. I'm going to get hit by this. Yeah. Um, I can. We can avoid it by either spending twist or connection, but I'm going to go ahead and let this one happen. Yeah, I'm going to let this one happen. Um,. I think I, I want it to be the big guy again because we're right there involved in this fight with him. Um, so we like dodge out of the way. I give him like an elbow to the face. 
and I, th- I think he just like picks me up, mm-hmm. um, and just throws me and right into a wall. Things explode. Yeah. It's 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 very very anime fight. I've just yeeted at a wall. There's a crater in it, and I like cough up a little bit of blood, and I just go, uh, ow. Okay, and our difficulty is 10 on this. All right. To, to, to shoot with a modifier of three. That's not bad. Not bad. Um, so we need to get within an 11 uh, before we shoot. We draw a card. And am I going to spend a twist for this shot, or are you going to spend connection for it? I'm going to spend a connection. Okay, excellent. I'll just move that minus. And then set out set out your, your face down for this. Okay. Let's get them. Bam. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Just within. Just within it. We got a, We needed an eleven. We got a twelve. Hell okay. Yeah. All right. So, blam. We get them. We shoot. We shoot this fool. You get to draw a card. And I think when we do, um, this like magical bullet just fires from your barrel, and. I think for this guy, like, uh, it leaves, like, a uh, hole in his chest. Yeah, oh, for sure. There's a hole, and, like, the bullet tears, and I would love to love to do something right now. Do it. Go for it. I'm going to move this joker out from the side, right, <gasps> to, right to the middle of our board. Oh, boy, it's happening. So the bullet tears through this ghost, and the ghost sort of dissipates, sort of, like, dissipates in the smoke. It starts flying towards our, our, our scientist, uh, who is, like grabbing at notes and books and they look up to see the bullet and then a hand just grabs it and we look and it's it's it is the gun and slinger and it's inky and gray and murky and dripping and the revolver is in their other hand and they have just caught our bullet without even like without even struggling or trying and they, oh, they caught the bullet it. oh shit yeah, they caught the bullet before it hit the the, the scientist. scientist that's causing all this and they drop it and just look at us. And I think there's a moment, there's a pause beat before Faded just mutters. Well, Destined, I suppose I should be happy to see you. I don't, talking to the, the gun and slinger. Yeah. I, I don't think they say anything. No, but they definitely I think, don't. I think we like feel this like pressure from them. Yeah. Um, like, it causes Uriel to have to, like, buckle down a bit to, like, bear down. Still, like, blood coming out of my, coming out of my mouth, just like, um, Faded, do you, do you know this creep? No, no. New, perhaps. <laughs> okay, uh, you gonna introduce me, or is that not this kind of relationship? And I think as you're, as you're kind of talking, as you're talking, I, I want to color, and I think I want to, like, just emphasize, like, as a story detail, I think where we are, like, as we're talking, we're taking out the other, the other. Uh, we just, we just get them. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I'm cool it's, with that. There's some hand-to-hand fighting, you pull out the knife, like, like we're grappling as we're having this conversation. Yeah, definitely. I've told you about my role as the Faded. Right. There yeah. are some details that I left out. And then I, I like grunt as I like throw this ghost and then throw yeah. my knife at it, taking yep. it out. And I go, I'm guessing this is one of those details. Yes, there were others. Oh. And 
if you, if we, if they, if a weapon and its bearer failed in their mission, they lost themselves. And then I walk over and I like yank the knife out of where the ghost was. And I'm guessing that's what this looks like. Yes. Uriel Lightfoot, meet Destined, and, well, I'm sure they had a name once upon a time. And, like, the, the two of us are now just, like, staring each other down. Oh, excellent. Um, so, like, the storm has picked up, and this cone of clouds is, like, coming in through the hole in the ceiling now. Yep. And, like... <laughs> Ghostbusters style, there's like electricity running into this yep. cloud and it's flashing as it's heading towards a mirror on the ground. Um, the scientist is like moving around papers and looking very frantic um, because they're just now starting to realize that this is getting out of their control. Yeah. Um, and they're trying to, like they're saying something to themselves. I don't think we can make it out over the roar of the storm and just like I'm the imagining presence, the presence yeah. of, of the gun and slinger. I'm imagining that the gun and slinger, like their presence puts a low pass filter on everything. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm Uriel Lockfoot. So I'm going to try to shoot this guy. If you're down. Yeah. I like level the gun. Um, and then do we fire? I think we fire. Okay. Let's flip these cards. Bam, bam, bam. No! Oh, God, no. <laughs> we got a king of clubs. King means we separate the gun and slinger, which is very good. It is very good. Um. Okay, so what's... I I already... I think I know what happens here. I All raise right. the gun and I go to fire. Um. But before I can, the gun and slinger fires. Yeah. And shoots you out of my hand. Yep. Um. I think... I think I want to take a scrape from that. Okay. Just yeah, because right. my because my hand got hit, yep. and you go flying across the room, um, but there's nothing in the rules that says you need to be in my hand to fire. And I think um, what we see is um, I think what we see, and I, this might be a slight breaking of the, the gun and slinger contract that that that, that faded and Uriel have. But I think there's a moment where like I close my eyes and I'm I, I like. Oh, this is where we have sort of the nightmarish, like, we meld. Yeah. This is where we meld to shoot, I think. Oh, yeah. I was even going to propose that, like, Tess is the one that grabs the gun. But no, this is the moment where we meld and it's just breathe in and out. In and, and like, our breathing sinks up. And, like, then that's when you, like, the over, over top of that low pass filters, that, like, very breathy sound effect think, of where it's like, <sighs> I think... I have a pitch. Yep. Uh, this is in the show where the orchestral version of the theme song will oh, come in. Oh, it's the best! It's so good! Um, okay, so before we fire, we both draw a card. Yep. I made a pair, so I'm going to put that over here, which means I can't use those cards for this. All right, now talk me, talk me through what our three face cards can do when they're in our hand. All right, so... But da, 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 let me the jack, the jack allows you to draw three cards. The jack allows you to draw three cards. The king allows you to succeed a check. Um, and the queen pairs as a wild card. In blind pays, um, they just have... They, they are a 10. 
and mm. blind pays. Got so it. if you were to use the king or queen in this, it would be a 10. Um, so we may or may not want to do that depending on what our modifier card is. All but right. you can just use the jack to draw your cards at any right. time. Um, so, and so we're making a blind pay because we're taking a shot. Yes. Got it. Okay. Okay. So let's, bam, what's our modifier? An ace, which is actually really good for us it's an 11 right um or a one yeah all right so good. a good a good spot to be whichever in. whichever of those is better for us and we're trying to get between an 11 and a 21 yes um okay so we need to we haven't drawn our card for the no we did yeah because i draw a card hair. yeah okay um this could go either way this could uh, I'm gonna. I'll take the twist in order to do this shot. Okay. That feel that feels really fitting, narratively. Um, I don't want to go too high. I don't want to go too low. I've got my card. I'm gonna play. Uh, all right. Uh, no. No. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's 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 there. It's I I feel I feel I feel good okay. about the card that I'm playing. Um, I don't feel good about any of these cards. This is the one I'm going with. All right. Ready? Yep. Flip. Oh God! What does this mean? Um, that's 16, 17. We're going to make that a 17. Yeah. Which means we succeed. Yep. Whew. Aces are good. That's, I, I threw it on an ace because I was like, I was like, it's gotta be, it's gotta be, uh, we, we're going to need, we're going to, we're going to want it. So I have a, I have a pitch for what happens as you're flying yeah. through the air. Um, and it's 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 kind of because of like where we are time wise, but um, I think you like we land this shot. It's not gonna kill the gun and slinger, not no. by not by any means. Um, but I think it, I think it pushes it onto the mirror. Yeah, yeah. Towards where the where the cone is coming down. Yeah. Um, and I think when it lands, it shatters the mirror. I've definitely, yeah. So it's just like, blam! Just blasts out, hits this thing right in the right in the chest, and knocks it back. It's this huge blast of energy, and it cracks and breaks the mirror, and the electronics start to fizzle out. And and there's a puff of, there's definitely a there's definitely a puff of smoke, and the gun and slinger's gone, right? Um, yeah, we can do that. We can play it that way. I'm down. I feel like because I feel like that's a good introduction. Like if we're if we're thinking through like the introduction of like that that menace, yeah. If they like this sets this character up in in the show as like a nice recurring thing. Like this yeah. is clearly not done with. There was so much emphasis on their appearance, and now they're just gone. Oh no. Oh yeah. And Uriel's probably feeling great about that. Uriel's like, oh, you made it. Faded, you may I, I like walk over and like pick you up. Faded, you made it seem like this was gonna be a big deal. We just got him. We didn't. What? No, he's gone. We'll talk later. And I think there's a moment where like the scientist is like crackling with energy and is like, I won't let you do this. And I um the like I I I like still feeling that sort of nightmarish merge like your hand jerks up and points the gun at them and i'm just gonna throw down this king that i have to be like you just hold that between my ghost powers and you holding the gun it's like no you're done yeah we just we just blast them you are not important here 
It's it's such like a, <laughs> it's so nonchalant. They're like, no, you will not. And they're getting you have bigger yet to and understand bigger. Understand the full extent of my pa- shut up. <laughs> Boom, got him. Perfect, excellent. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you and me a couple braids because that was Good. cool. And I think like um, we we close on this scene of like us like sitting around like there's a whisper on the wind of like you did your best thank you uh and then the last i think the last shot is a credits roll um we like i holster you we walk out uncover the motorcycle pack up the tarp and then i kickstart it and that roar and the smoke mm-hmm. that comes out of it the screen cuts to black and the credits for the episode roll and I think uh, there is, I, I think there is an, there is an after credit scene where it's like, uh, you know, where the, we pan back over the, we pan back over the remains and there's just like the sound of a gun cocking and laughter as like from the shadows, like the gun and slinger like emerges, like you got the first shot faded and Uriel, but you didn't hit the target yet. <laughs> dope so dope. good perfect very good. good done done so good very very good uh Nevin, thank you for playing this was awesome thank you i'm i'm so glad that it works it works very <laughs> very well is oh, the thing excellent so uh, good thank you so much for playing this was so much fun thank you for thank you for having me i was really excited to play this and i was extremely curious to see where it went and it went somewhere awesome it was great. So, real quick before I wrap up, where can people find you and your work online? As uh, well as the Kickstarter for Gun and Slinger. Yes, first and foremost, the Kickstarter for Gun and Slinger launches August 13th. Um, if this episode airs before or after, you can find that at bytes.rip slash GNS Kickstarter. That's B-Y-T-E-S dot R-I-P slash GNS Kickstarter. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Fork20. Um... And you can find all of the various things that I do at bytes.rip slash links. That's games, reviews, shit posts, all that stuff. You can find it there. Hell yeah. Well, thank you so much for doing the show. This was so much fun. And for now, I'm going to throw it over to me in the future so that he can wrap up with the show. Take a future me. Thanks, Bass Me. And thanks again to Nevin for coming on to the show. That game just like legitimately shreds. And I haven't stopped thinking about it since we played it. Uh, I'm super, super, I'm, I'm jazzed thinking about how much fun that game was. I want to play more of that game, and I want you to back that game on Kickstarter because it fucking owns. You can find a link to that Kickstarter in the show notes, and be sure to follow Nevin on Twitter at Fork20. That's F-O-R-K-20. Then you can follow us at Party of One Pod, like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast. Join our Discord community at bit.ly slash Discord. Head to our merch store at bit.ly slash merch. And if you enjoyed the show, consider leaving us a nice review on iTunes, Stitcher, or Podchaser. There are other platforms, but those are the three that send a little notification to my inbox, and that brightens my whole day. Um, you can also support the show financially at patreon.com slash jeffstormer, ko-fi.com slash jeffstormer, or paypal.me slash jeffjstormer, because Jeff Stormer was taken. And of course, you can also uh, give us some love on social media, tell a friend about the show, anything that helps us do bigger, better, and cooler things. The last way that you can support me is by supporting the other podcast that I produce every single week, and that is All My Fantasy Children, a podcast on the One Shot Podcast Network. Uh, every week on AMFC, my best friend Eric Tano size and I take a listener-submitted prompt. We spin it into an original fantasy character, and we populate a shared universe one story at a time. New episodes drop every Friday-ish at 
oneshotpodcast.com. Party of One is produced and edited, as always, by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. All music for the show comes from the song Infinite Lives by Megaran, featuring the D&D Sluggers, and the Party of One logo is by Evan Rowland. If you'd like to inquire about advertising rates, coming onto the show as a guest, or about press coverage of the show, you can email me at partyofonepodcast at gmail.com. And I'm pretty sure that's it for me. So until next time, thank you so much for listening. Remember to fight the force of fascism every single day. Remember that self-love and self-care are radical and defiant acts of resistance. And as always, party on, everybody. 